ready for Christmas every year is setting up the Christmas village. Over a great period of time, my mom's collected a ton of small ceramic figures and houses and trees, and there's this wide table in our kitchen that she would lay down first lights, uh, like a string of white Christmas lights, and then some white fuzzy stuff that I don't really know what to call it on top of that that was supposed to be snow, and then the lights would glitter underneath of that to make it pretty, and then she'd put the houses on top, sometimes on top of the lights so that the houses would be lit up inside, and arrange the figurines into little scenes and people and ice skating. A beautiful little village, and uh, this, it's, uh, it took a lot of work, though, because throughout the year, you know, the village was only there for a month, and the other 11 months, this is an important juncture in our house that everyone walks through, and so you just drop something off, you know, while you're walking somewhere else, you clear the off and put stuff on there, and so by November, there's pretty fair amount of packages, papers, parcels, pens, whatever, all stacked up there, and you took a fair bit to clean it off. And if we, had, if we hadn't cleaned it first, in fact, the Christmas village would not have helped us celebrate the season, but would have just been another layer of clutter. During our church year, we have two seasons of preparation, Lent and Advent, that help us celebrate the two biggest feasts of the church year, Easter and Christmas. The idea that Advent is a season of preparation is pretty common. We all know this. It's, it's in a lot of homilies, but there's, there's a point there to this preparation, an important fact that we can't gloss over or else it doesn't make sense. Why are we preparing? And the answer, why are we preparing, is because there is something wrong with us that must be right before we can welcome the newborn Christ into our hearts at Christmas. Like my parents' table, we clear out that clutter before the Son of God can take up a dwelling within us. And just like St. John the Baptist went out through a region of the Jordan proclaiming repentance of sin and preparation for the coming of Messiah, we must do the same in our hearts. And there's two kinds of preparation that we need to do. And Lent kind of is one, and Advent is the other. Both are actually the same thing, two sides of the same coin, so we need to do both to prepare, but Lent emphasizes the one, and Advent emphasizes the other. Our reading from the prophet Baruch, the the first reading, gives us an image to kind of remember these two different kinds of preparation and help think and meditate on that. In this line, the first line of the reading, Jerusalem, take off your robe of mourning and misery. Put on the splendor of glory God forever. Two actions which God is calling Israel to do in, in the words of the prophet Baruch, in which for us can symbolize kinds of preparation. The first one, taking off the robe of sorrow. And the second one, receiving and putting on the glory of God. The first, take, taking off the robe of sorrow, means casting away our sins. We need to cast away from our life all of those things that offend God so that we can be ready to welcome him in. That is taking off the robe of misery. We accomplish this in two ways. The first one is not doing 
those bad things anymore, to stop doing the things that offend God. To do that, that we must go to the sacrament of confession. It is an essential part of ridding ourselves of our sins. And then the second thing is to do penance, to make for the wrong things that we have done. This type of preparation, making up for our sins, is emphasized more in Lent than in Advent, but it's an essential part of preparation. And so this is a time of the year when we must do that as well. Um, in, in order to decorate our houses for Christmas, we have to clean up the clutter. Um, there's a couple ways that we could do this. You could um, Fasting on the Fridays of Advent is an excellent idea to prepare ourselves for the feasting that we'll do in Christmas. Maybe prepare our waistlines as well. Or another way is limiting the amount of social media we use. Not that it's bad in itself, right? But you get that urge to get out your phone and check Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can deny yourself and say, no, I'll, I'll wait till later. And that act of denying yourself, offering to God to make up for those times when we haven't paid attention to our family who is with us, or when we haven't or when we have done something prideful or to attract attention to ourselves, that act of giving up our will is a good way to make up our sins and is a good practice for Advent. And so that part one of preparation, our robe of mourning in misery, turning from our sins and doing penance to make up for them. Then the second part is building up and growing in charity. This is this was the part that Advent focuses more on, growing in the desire for God, a longing for him to come into and fill us with his love. So when we pray that God may more and more fill us with love of him, we are putting on the splendor of the glory for the Lord forever. This is done primarily through prayer, but is also accomplished when we serve our brothers and sisters, the poor. This it's clear in, in this, this case, this growth of love in God, that we cannot do it on our own. The love that God has is too great for us without his help. He came down and truly became a human being at Christmas and suffered and died for our sins on the cross. The grace he has given us is totally unmatchable for us in our weak human nature. And so we must beg him in prayer his own love for him in our hearts so that we can love him the way that he loves us. And so the Advent is a time to beg God for more love before the Blessed Sacrament, making a holy hour and adoration, or to beg God for a greater charity, praying rosaries and being a morning offering. And then also, as Christ teaches us over and over again in the Gospels, to love our brothers and sisters and the poor is to love God. Giving alms, we will increase our love for God. And so Advent is also a fantastic time to make a donation um, to a charitable cause before the time finishes, or to empty out our wardrobes to make room for something that we might get for Christmas. Whenever we give alms in time with God in prayer, prayer, we are preparing for the, the, the glory of Christ in Christmas by putting on the splendor of the glory. For so, brothers and sisters, allow the grace of God in this Mass in Advent to work in our hearts and move us to be prepared for the grace in Christmas. Let's take off the robe of sorrow, cast away our sins, and let's put on the splendor of glory from the Lord. 
by growing in love for him, a longing for him to come in Christmas. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.